give credit to Florida State. They, uh, they were playing well. They came out and, uh, you know, played their game. I thought they wore us down. I thought once the game got a little bit you know, ahead, I thought we uh, kind of just kind of ran out of gas and stopped guarding and defending. And, uh, you know, offensively, we were a, a stall. We couldn't score. It was really a lot of us depending on Jordan. It was very tough to move the ball with them the way they movement in that situation, um, but uh, you know they, they wore us down. The reality is they wore us down. They outplayed us um, once they once they got the lead. They made shots, and um, you know and we picked the worst time tonight to not make anything. You know could make free throws, uh, three point shots. Um, but the biggest thing is we, we, we kind of stopped defending and we went on the law, and they, and they took advantage of it. Cautious. I thought, um, like I said, I thought once we uh, had a couple of consecutive empty possessions, I just thought it let it affect our defense. Um, you know, you may be able to get away with it in a, in a zone, but you can't get away with it, you know, man to man. Um, you know, when you, when you stop playing, um, and I stop playing, but you know, you start pressing and trying to make some stuff happen. I just, I just thought we, we kind of got, you know, out of, out of character. You know, we, we stopped guarding, we started reaching, we started gambling. Just trying to make some stuff happen, and you know they took advantage of it. You know he was he was a you know we, we knew he was a you know he was one of the guys that they go to. Uh, I just thought you know they, they, uh, they he did a good job of getting into the lane and you know being big and strong, strong and physical. Obviously he had 27 points, so you know 27 points, seven rebounds. He was he was a handful of us today, and we didn't do a good job. When Sean Stewart You know, um, you know, you, 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 your shots not falling. You really try to see if you can. I mean, obviously, you keep encouraging them, but you try to play some defense. You try to get some steals or rebounds. You try to get some easy ones onto the basket. We couldn't get anything out of offense. This is the worst we the whole year. Um, we just couldn't get the ball to move. Um, obviously, the way Florida State plays, um, and uh, so it was tough. I mean, you had the ball a lot, you know, and that was. Plan, but it just happened to be that way. We just didn't do a good job offensively. They just they came in and just took us out of, out of, out of anything that we tried. We play 10 11 guys. They're aggressive. They stay on top. They make every catch hard. They, they deny. So you got to move, cut back door. You got to have good spacing. You got to drive and kick it. Um, you know, again, I don't think we were able to move it to get other people to drive it. Only person that was driving was Judas. So, and that was a lot. That was a lot for him. And uh, we couldn't get the ball with JJ and Rhythm. He, he drove a couple times as well. But that's what needed to happen when you play as a team like this. They just stay on top of you and make it hard for you to catch it and be disruptive. Yeah, do you think their, their length and athleticism disrupted your offense a little bit when you weren't getting those foul calls? Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, it was, we just didn't play well today. Um, again, it was credit to what Florida State did. You know, we just. You know, I think if we missed 11, 10 or 11 free throws, 11, 14 from three, you know, we just couldn't keep it close. You know, and in Miami, the last game we played, we kind of kept it close when we made that run. We just couldn't, we just couldn't muster up to get it close. And, and obviously, they played a lot of guys. You know, they were bringing in guys that were fresh off the bench. And, uh, you know, they just, they played well. They played well.
when you're not when you're not moving the ball as much as you want to, what's the message in the huddle to try to get the guys involved offensively? You keep the courage and you try to you know, you know, you know put some stuff in and try to get the ball to move. Um, but you just gotta keep the courage and you gotta get body movement. You gotta you gotta stop the cut. You gotta dribble that people. You, know, you try to move, you know, move around. But again, that was we knew this was gonna be a difficult game. That's that's what they do. You know, you know that's that's why they're playing some of the best basketball in uh, in our league right now. So. Just, you know, we thought we could do a little bit better job, but you know, we just didn't get it done today. How much of that right now, I guess, referred to those back to matchups on Saturday? No, I think it's the matchup that we played today. That's, like, again, Florida State, they played 10, 11 guys. You know, they all strong, physical. They get after you. you know, they, they make every bounce count. You know, they're going to make you put the ball on the floor. They're going to make you, you know, just, just make you work. What well, is it? I mean, they thought they had, you know, they, they, they drove it. Uh, you know, a lot of that was Watkins. He got into the lane, turned himself. So another got a couple of easy ones. You know, uh, you know Primo, he broke the paint. You know, we just, again, we just, once once the, the lead got, got, got uh, once the lead got extended, I just, I felt like we just kind of, we, we, we ran out of gas. And when you talk about the fact that the movement, obviously, you can see more of that. J.J. was trying to get inside. Drew was trying to get inside. We didn't see a lot of screens set and pass helping each other out. Just what you can say offensively about working to, when you don't have the ball, guys, finding those shots and creating for something good. Yeah, a lot of it has to a lot. Like today's game, just to answer the question, you know, when you, 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 know, when you set a screen, they switch. So you don't really get an advantage. You know, um, so you got to try to, you know, do it by moving and cutting. That's the first first game where, you know, people switch. You still can kind of get Run yourself, but they switch. The rest they switch. You know, we just got. We, you know, we were supposed to get some more movement, cutting and stuff like that, but it just didn't work out. Tonight. The three point shooting was so good against Pittsburgh and also against Miami. Were the freaks today the same kind of quality shots that you think of? Uh, I thought early on we got some good ones. I thought Chris got a couple of good looks, um, some drive and kicks. Um, you know, we just didn't make them. I thought you know Chris got a couple. I thought JJ probably out of his five, two or three of them good looks, um, but, you know, I thought we got some decent ones, but, again, we, we shot 14, I think that might have been the fewest attention all year for us, you know, I'm not sure, but it was, it was a low amount, but, um, that's what, again, goes back to what, what we, you know, what their defense did. It was just 80 seconds in the first half of Quadir, was that all about just the two fouls, or was that part of the game plan? Yeah, two fouls, um, you know, uh, you know, the way he plays, um, you know, I know I wanted him to be aggressive, so I didn't want him to pick up that third one in the second half. I thought, uh, you know, when he got to the, get him to the second half and get the scores, you know, we were up one going into the second half, so I felt good about that. And then, you know, but typically the way he plays, you know, he gets two fouls. Um, I'm probably going to pull him in the first half. Coach, you're up 50 uh, 48, and when you put in four guard rotation, by the time Chris Bell came back in, the score was 65-60 Florida State. Most of those baskets were coming inside. What was the decision process behind that? Decision process for what? Putting in a four-man uh, four-guard rotation uh, against such a tall line like Florida State. I don't think that line was that tall when I went in. I thought, uh, you know, the matchups, I thought they went more their perimeter guys. And we were trying to get some stops. You know, I know that the, the, the way they were, the way they were scoring, um, you know, I was just trying to see if I could get a group out there to get some stops. 
Um, so again, um, you know, uh, probably when I put Kyle in, you know, he's he did a really good job the first half. He was aggressive, getting on some screens and standing some people up, and then he actually got got out of transition, made some stuff happen. So you know, I just you know, at that time, I was trying to trying to get some stops. I was trying to see if we can get some space to get some guys that can drive a little bit, and then you know, get some stops defensively. I have one more. Coach, what did you say to them in the locker room after it was all said and done in terms of moving forward and moving on and moving ahead to Saturday? Well, you know, we, we got a quick turnaround. I mean, you know, we play Saturday. Um, like every team in this league, these games go fast. Obviously, we'll, we'll do what we normally do. We'll wrap it up. You know, we'll look at some stuff. But I think for the most part, you know, uh, you know we just we got to move on to the next one. You know, we got to get better. You know, we got to get better. We're going to work on some things. But we got to get ready for the next one. We got Game on Saturday, then we got another game on Tuesday. So, you know, we just got to get ready for the next one. Thank you. Thank you. That was Adrian Autry. We're on to the Syracuse locker room talk to some players.
Hey, JJ. You mind if we ask you a couple questions? So, was there something about the way Florida State was defending you guys tonight that didn't you know, allow the shooting to go as well as it did Saturday against Miami and then against Pittsburgh last week? Um, honestly, I wouldn't say they really disturbed us shooting-wise, but they definitely took us out of our offense, so we weren't really able to get, like, a flow. But um, the shots that we missed were normally shots that we made, and if you look at them, we didn't have, like, terrible misses. Like, they were all on target, but shots just wasn't falling today, so... Is that what you pinpointed going forward and what's next with NC State right around the corner? Was it just a missed shot signal or was it missed on the defensive end as well that need to be adjusted? Yeah, there was definitely misses on the defensive end as well. Um, you know, Florida State kind of got whatever they wanted. Um, they played well together and that's why they were able to beat us. How difficult is that to have a short-term memory? Obviously, it's frustrating when they don't go in, but knowing that you know, they were good quality shots. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's not... I'm getting better with it. I'm more mature with it, so it's not hard for me. You know, um, obviously today was a tough loss, but we still have a bunch of games left. And I let the, if I let this one affect me big time, then it's just gonna carry over to the next game. So I gotta flush this one out and then uh, get right back in the gym. Is that something that you think throughout maybe the end of non-conference and the beginning of ACC play, where you got a little bit better with that mentally? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, they were just, they had good ball movement, they got on transition, got some easy points, and we weren't able to do that, so, um, they got energy off that, and it just carried over, and we weren't able to match it. You had less than 10 team assists today, uh, how big of a role did that lack of ball movement kind of play in the second half? Well, with a team like Florida State that switches everything, you're going to have less assists. Um, this game we knew it was going to be predicated on a lot of iso ball. Um, but don't get me wrong, we there was times when we could have drove and made a kick out, but um, we just didn't make those plays, um, including me. Um, you know, I, I drove in a couple times and I took some shots where I could have kicked out, but um, yeah. When shots don't fall early, I mean, what can you do as a player kind of get yourself back into that group of getting uh, the basket and getting shots in front of you. Starts on defense for sure. Um, once you start getting stops, that's when you get more energy um, offensively and then obviously get into the to the hole instead of shooting. Um, so. How much of the struggles on offense sort of tip over into to defense? Because I think you guys have a ton of scoring in the second half and then they you had to get out of hard from the virtual transition. Yeah, um, there's a lot of carryover. Um, you know, uh, when shots aren't falling, uh, it kind of drains you a little bit, uh, you know, especially when they're scoring and you're not. Um, but uh, just goes to what I said earlier, uh, we got to work on, you know, having that next possession mentality um, and not letting our offense uh, dictate how well we play defense. Coach was talking about free throws a little earlier, that there were a lot of free throws left on the table tonight. How do you guys not let that affect you, you know, on both ends of the court when, you know, free throws are being missed? Um, I guess it's just like any other shot. You've got to move on from the miss. I mean, the game is of makes and misses, so you can't hang your head off the misses. Part of the game. So. What did Coach say to you guys in the locker room after the game in terms of just moving on and getting ready for Saturday? Yeah, um, obviously he wants us to flush this one out, but he knows that this game came down to toughness and we didn't have a lot of that uh, today. So um, we're going to look forward to, you know, bringing that, our, our, being ourselves in that game on Saturday against another really good team. So. Thanks, Jay. Thank you.
Tough one for Syracuse tonight as the Orange fall 85-69 to Florida State. This is your post-game Twitter space. My name is Ethan Frank here inside the Dome Audio Director here at the Fez. You just heard from Adrian Autry. You just heard from J.J. Starling as the Orange dropped to 4-4 four four in the ACC, 13-6 and six overall, and really first bad loss of the season for Syracuse. It's a game that... Not one you you wanted to drop because this is this is a contest that you win it and it's like okay you just move on you get nothing from it you lose it and this is now a quad three loss uh, so you need Florida State to play well now because this is this is the only non quad one loss on Syracuse's resume at this point so it was bound to happen you weren't going to go you know you're probably expected to lose that week you weren't going to go win Pittsburgh, win Miami, win Florida State, win NC State, win BC. You probably weren't going to win five of them. There was going to be a slip-up in there. It happens to be this game right now. And now you have to make sure you don't lose to NC State at home on Saturday. You have to make sure you don't lose uh, at BC on Tuesday, a place that has given teams trouble, but it, it is a game you should win. So if, for it's a game that you know was avoidable. You heard Adrian Autry talk about it. This team wasn't very tough. This team didn't really defend. They, they ran out of gas. So we'll, we'll see exactly what, what happens in the response to this. But you look at some of the numbers, and Tudemans, 20, 28 points. J.J. Starling, second closest at 10 points. Nobody else in double figures. An anemic offense today for the Orange. A, a really tough one inside the Dome. Uh, appreciate you joining us here on the Orange Fizz post-game Twitter space. My name is Ethan Frank. Adrian Ultra talked about, you know, there, there just wasn't enough drive and kick. It was it was too much being asked of Judamans to to try and do do everything when it came to driving the ball, drawing fouls, and I mean drawing fouls. He, he drew probably 15 or, or 16 of them tonight. He had 13 drawing with 16, 15 minutes left in this game. So, you know, for Syracuse, this is a go back to the drawing board. This team needs a day off tomorrow, I would imagine, um, or at least a light day. But this is this is a contest that you you know you'll look back on at the end of the season, and you'll be you'll hopefully have grown from this. First of all, but second of all, you can look back and be like, oh, you know, these were the things we went wrong. Those, those things don't go wrong anymore. Um, and this is a correctable loss and. You're hoping it doesn't hurt you because this is a team that, that wants to be on the bubble and it, it needs to be pretty perfect from here on out to, 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 to stay on the bubble. We are awaiting our newest addition to the Fizz staff, Nico Horning, to, to join us um, and, and make his debut here on the Fizz postgame Twitter space. Talk to J.J. Starling after the game and you, know, you could tell the mood dejected, demoralized. Um, a lot of people talking to, to Malik Brown, Judamans. Well, we got J.J. Starling. And he just he just talked about it. It was pretty simple. Uh, Syracuse wasn't tough enough. They didn't make enough shots. They didn't you know drive and, and create uh, enough as they wanted to. And 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 here he is, as mentioned, Nico Horning. Nico, you got me. Oh, lovely, Nico. Welcome to to Fizz Nation. We uh we could not be happier to have you. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, obviously, a different feeling tonight compared to uh, Saturday. I, I missed the first few minutes of uh, what you were going through, but uh, yeah, 
I, I can give you my initial reaction in that. Please, uh, please go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. The, the, the three-point shooting, I think, was just everything tonight for uh, for Syracuse. One for fourteen. You're, you're not going to win a game when you're shooting seven percent from beyond the arc, let alone anywhere below twenty, twenty-five percent, probably. So that was the biggest thing for me for Syracuse. I don't think this is a game that we can dive too much. You, you can definitely dive a lot into it, but I don't think fans should necessarily look too deep into this loss. It's kind of a, all right, you lost by 16 points. Let's move on. Um, you couldn't buy a three point shot and forget about it. Move on to the next game. That's where I'm coming from right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, it, you just have to hope it doesn't hurt you in the end, because yeah. if you want any chance of being on the bubble, I mean, this was probably a game you couldn't afford to lose. I guess if there was one loss, like the rest of the way, maybe one or two decent, like mediocre losses. This was one of them. But now you've gotten out of the way. Now that puts a lot of pressure on you over the next, what, seven weeks to, to be really effective and not have an off night like Syracuse had, had tonight. I'm, I'm totally with you. I mean, you look at – Judah Mintz is very good tonight, obviously, 28 points. But where is everyone else? And I, I, I thought they were, they were doing pretty well in the first half. I mean, JJ, JJ Starling, the problem is he had eight of his ten points in the first half, and I think that's where this team kind of fell short. Um, I just wrote about Quadir Copeland this morning, and he's a guy that only had five points today um, in 16 minutes off the bench. So there was really no bench today, uh, to be honest, for for Syracuse. And I think that's another issue that the team faced today. Um, but again, I, I'm not going to look too much into it. I think this team, of course, you'd like to have this one. Uh, this, you'd like to have this win today, but they're going to have to rebound because you got a lot of important games and then a lot of basketball left uh, going forward. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. It was Judah tonight, and it was everyone else. I wrote about in the Fizz, Fizz Report card, which you can check out on theorangefizz.com. Follow us on, on Twitter, at Orange Fizz, where, you know, where we are right now. So uh, hopefully you, you, you know us on social media. But you know, just make sure that, uh, that, you, that you're following us wherever we're putting out content. Um, as we got some you know, hooligans on the court making, uh, making fun of us doing our Fizz uh, post-game Twitter space, but this is high-quality journalism work right here. Um, so I'm not going to take anything from from anyone. Uh, if you have any, you know, final thoughts uh, upcoming to Saturday, Nico, what what would it be? Yeah, I, I think you just yeah, you got to hope you shoot the ball on Saturday. I mean, you're going to be facing an, an NC State team uh, at home again, and you you look at this dome crowd. I want to ask you that here in a second. Um, but you look at this this game, and I mean, it's almost I, it's not a it's not a must win game, but it's getting to that that point in the season where you really want to start, you know, stealing a couple of these games uh, later in the year, especially against these good ACC teams. And one of those games that, of course, Syracuse would have liked to had was tonight. But you got to hope your your three point shooting comes on, and uh, Judah Mitz needs some help because he didn't have any help in the second half, and I think that was the biggest thing. But I wanted to, to ask you, uh, since you were actually at the game, what was the crowd like, you know, compared to maybe the start of the, the second half to yeah, the it middle? Was the, it, it was dead. Yeah, yeah, it was dead. It died. Uh, the energy lost. You know, Judah had that, that ferocious dunk that went from being down yes. seven to being down five. But then Florida State went right back down and scored. Uh, Adrian Altry talked about it. The defense just kind of crashed. Um, the guys ran out of energy and they, they couldn't sustain anything, whether it was defensively or offensively. And, and the crowd could tell. And with about five, four or five minutes left, uh, the most of the crowd departed. And, and that's just, you know, how it goes sometimes. Nico, 
Thank you so much for joining us here on the uh, post-game Orange Fizz Twitter space. Excited to hear a lot more of you here here on the Fizz. Of course. Thanks for bringing me on, Nathan. Looking forward to the rest of the season. Of course. All right. So if you don't know where to find our content, Nico, myself, and our, our other staff members will be writing every single day on theorangefizz.com. And, of course, every Syracuse basketball game will have your coverage on Twitter at Orange Fizz. Um, and right here on post-game Twitter spaces. My name is Ethan Frank, audio director at The Fizz. Thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you on Saturday for NC State.